When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network's Below Deck podcast. Tonight, we're back after a three-week hiatus to talk Below Deck Med Season 8, Episode 14, titled Caught Read-Handed. Um, Sean, we'll get into why that makes sense and why that doesn't make sense. In tonight's episode, Sandy calls Max a liar based on a misunderstanding. She also throws Luca under the bus, insinuating he has a girlfriend when he said he didn't. The crew gets smart and finally blindfolds the annoying guest so he can't complain his food isn't pink plus. And not to be outshined or outdone, Kyle takes the penultimate charter off, leaving us to wonder, Sean, did he get the tip? Um. Okay. Lots to discuss here. Yeah, he did. Because in that tip meeting, he's high-fiving people. I think... Does he high five like Jess or Lily or like there's an acknowledgement like, whoa, look at that tip. Also, Kyle would have made a huge fuss if he didn't because the guests like him, even though they didn't barely interact with him at all. They really just complained to him for five seconds about Chef Jack. That was yeah. it. So he's misses the first 24 hours being in the hospital for being hungover. He gets back in the boat, right? Beginning of this episode, Toomey's like, wow, having Kyle back is going to be such a game changer because of how he interacts with the guests. He immediately has to go ask for a break. He lays down, and he does not get back up until they're about to drop the guests off. If he didn't get tipped, he we would have heard about it. Now, John, absolutely ridiculous. I I think without Natalia there, there's no one to call Kyle out, really. I guess Chef Jack, he's yeah. kind of just kind of sharing his own stuff right now. And Toomey just has such a high opinion of Kyle that she's not going to do it. Question, though. Did Haley get a tip for this charter? No. Re- no, he doesn't remember, remember her? Okay, then why is Kyle? Well, that's the point. That's what I'm getting into. Just because <laughs> Kyle was on board when he was being sick, why does he get... I mean, he's, he's the kid that did no work in the group project. And then he goes to Kinko's to print out the report and he, and, and he gets credit. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, you bounded it. Who cares? That's given Kyle too much credit because, you know, Kinko's isn't like a fun place to go. He, he yeah. did less than that. I can't even think of what the equivalent of doing less physically handed it to the teacher. Like, Hey guys, I'll yeah. take all these. And like, here you go. I'll take that A now. No. Haley and him did the same amount of work. Maybe Kyle helped out with laundry a very bit at the end. I don't know. I guess he did talk to the guests for a few seconds. But I think just because he knows them, right? Because they were here last year, they really liked Kyle. Yeah. So I guess he technically did a tiny bit more than Haley. But yeah, he's just being unavailable to work on the boat rather than Haley, who's off the boat, unavailable to work. Yeah. Yeah, don't let's not pretend that Kyle didn't 
think about how long he could be down while still getting tipped. So he's basically, oh, you guys are leaving in four hours. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to rock. I mean, if we think about this guy, we've seen him for, at the conclusion of this season, it'd be 12 weeks, right? Six last six last year, six this year. Like in re- real time, like like on the show, right. like t- passing of time on the show, yeah. Because he, yeah. he was in our life for five months last year. That's yeah, that was that was awful. Like 20 episodes uh, long, yeah. But if we think about it, he's been off the boat for multiple occasions. So he's probably missed over 20% of charters, if I'm being honest, yep. or at least parts of them. He had the toothache last year. He had a panic attack, which he had to miss time. He fainted. Um, he has had passport issues. And now he has a hangover-induced migraine. I think it's crazy for Sandy to think about bringing this guy back for a third season because he's unreliable. It's not like he's great to work with. He'll just talk about you behind your back and then get mad at you when you talk about him at all. Like he's taking PTO like it's candy in an industry where PTO doesn't exist. So like talk to me why he would possibly come back for a third season. The producers must like him, I guess. I, I, these a producer should tell Haley when she gets back on the boat, "Hey, you should ask for your tips too, because Kyle is getting tipped for also not working." Like someone like Haley, Haley wouldn't do that because she's like a normal person. Kyle yeah. shouldn't have taken the tip, if I'm being honest. So, um, I mentioned right before Christmas, Bulladek Med season one. Danny, who everyone hated, he was sick, and he missed like an entire charter. He was just in bed. And Chef Ben actually encouraged him to try to get people to back on Danny's side. Hey, tell everyone, everyone, you don't want to take the tip. He said that. Everyone's like, yep, sounds good. And they all got a bigger tip. Yeah. They they obviously, if they liked him, they might have said, no, man, you should get some of it too. But he just really didn't like him. Kyle should have at least offered that. Like, hey, guys, like, I don't deserve as much as everyone else. But he, yeah, that's not him. And yeah, I, I hate that. So if Max was sick in bed, the entire charter, I feel like there would be commotion about him getting the full tip. Like, Kyle would bring it up, right? Or if uh, if Lily was in bed for an entire charter, Toomey yeah. would try to take her tip away from her. It's Or if Natalia was in bed. Oh, God, that would can you imagine Natalia didn't work during a charter like yeah. Kyle. Like, how would that go over? Well, I think it's one of these things. It's like, you know what? I'd rather just not have the extra 200 bucks, but I don't have to be on Kyle's bad side. Like, it's basically out of fear now. Right. Because it's like this guy's such a pain in the ass, even when you're on his good side, that when you're on his bad side, it's like the worst thing. But no one even wants to talk to the camera about it. I I feel I don't get these people now. I know it's it's. <laughs> Do they I had it? a hard I had a hard time with it. Yeah. Uh, um, so no, it's, just, it's it's a tough look. But Sean, I listen. I have a, I think I have a hot take here. I think Kyle is the returning cast member I like the least in the history of Below Deck. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, honestly. I can't think of anyone else. Off the top of my head, no. Because usually if you're like annoying or bad, they don't bring you back. Right. Oh, Chef Adam, when he was on Bullet Excel and Yacht season one, was pretty intolerable. But I'd rather I'd rather hang out with him than Kyle. But did they bring Adam? Is Adam returning? So he was on Bulletic Ned season two, Bulletic yeah. Ned season three. Ru- oh, yeah. Stealing Yacht season one. Oh, and sorry. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. <laughs> he was awful. He was insufferable on Stealing Yacht season one. But I enjoyed Kyle. Uh, sorry. I enjoyed Adam more in the earlier seasons, like his first and second yeah. season more than I enjoyed Kyle. Because. I don't think Kyle like he's he creates drama. It's just not that entertaining though. It's not as entertaining yeah. as other people's drama. No, full agreement. Um, all right, you want to jump into the episode here? I want to talk. Yeah. About, um. So, beginning of the episode, did Max have to say sorry? No. No, it was very clearly seeing that there is no food he wanted in the galley. Not that there is no food. It's an expression, Sandy. I'm sure you've said it before, too. Oh, there's nothing to eat. There's nothing you want to eat. I think there was, like, there was veggie pasta. That was the option. Max wasn't feeling that. I think there was, like, uh, food. I think there was fruit that he was, like, that they typically have that I guess got thrown out or something. And so it's, like, Max was, like, literally, he's, like, I can't. He's like, it takes too long to digest. It's not something that's going to give me the energy that I need, yada, yada. I mean, listen, beggars can't be choosers. And sometimes you don't get the mess, the best staff meal. But I kind of see his point. But I also think Sandy really overreacted. And she was like, I don't like being lied to. It's like, you're, all right, Sandy, like the guy's foreign. He clearly made a comment that like there was no food for him. Like let's let's not jump the gun before you get super pissed about something that you end up backtracking anyway. How come we never get these weird moments from Captain Lee or Captain Jason or Captain Glenn? It's always just Captain Sandy. No, she... no one else. No one else reacts on knee jerk reactions. Yeah, that must be it. Because everyone thinks like she's like trying to produce the show or like create a storyline. But if other captains don't do it, it wouldn't make sense why they'd have Captain Sandy do it. Yeah, I think she's just a weirdo. Yeah. That with a weird overreaction to, I don't know, it's a pretty normal expression. Like, defending Max, he says a physical job, guy's tired, he's got to eat, and he wants to eat when he wants to eat. Um, I guess the fruit does digest quicker. I, I don't, that's a little technical there. I'll take his word for it. But yeah, everyone. So Sandy gets really mad. Then she kind of 180s kind of quickly. I mean, he was hangry, right? That's the expression. Yeah, he was hangry. But Laura like, kind of stays mad at Max, the rest of the charter. And- yeah, I do. I think Max is still kind of moody, the rest of the charter. And so Laura is someone who works really hard. And she values hard work. And so when Max doesn't do his job, I think she gets pissed at him because she's like, dude, you're here to work. I don't know why you're not doing the work you need to do. Look, I respect, total respect for Laura. And 
Max was working pretty hard, but he was tired and hungry. No Haley. Again, people are going to think I'm going easy on Max here. I don't know. He's he's solid. He helped uh, Lily make guacamole. Yeah, the problem is, it's like, well, first of all, he was flirting with Lily, let's be honest. But I think the problem is, is that like in this industry, you have, and you're a man and you're a person down, you have three people in, on the exterior. You can't, if your boss says, hey, we need you to go do this. You can't say, give me five minutes. This is an industry where it's, you give me five minutes, right? Yeah. This is an industry where it's like, we got to go do this. We got to go do this now. And so he doesn't have the ability to just turn that gear on and become that, like what Laura is, where she's like, yeah, let's go do this. We have to go do this right now. Okay. Not to bring back, not to bring it back to Kyle. Imagine if Kyle was on deck, like they would hate him. I, I, he wouldn't I be on deck. He'd be, he'd be in his bed. Yeah. But but that'd be like not tolerated on deck. It's just funny. Yeah, interior just has like their own set of weird rules where they really tolerate like bullshit. And yeah, they they don't on deck. So I think that's why they're not treating Max with kid gloves the way they Toomey does with Kyle. Uh John, question. So when when Max is helping Lily make the guacamole, or not really helping, and they took a long time, they did timestamps because Max is on anchor watch. And I'm thinking, because the next morning, um, Sydney's like, oh no, the weather's bad. We have to pull anchor and get like and dock. Pit in my stomach, I'm like, oh no, the the anchor probably dried because Max wasn't looking. No, didn't happen. The timestamps were just for kind of make fun of Lily for taking a long time making the guacamole, but. If I'm being honest, guacamole from scratch takes forever. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't that bad. It was like, what was it, 30 minutes? Yeah, something like that. I get it. Not that quick, but also she's not a chef. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Sean, let's uh, dog on Sandy a little bit more here. Um, when she and Luca are in the gap, are in the the I guess the captain's wheelhouse. Hmm. There's a point there where Luca's smiling while he's while he's texting, reading, whatever, caught read-handed. Um, <laughs> and Sandy looks over and she's like, oh, who are you talking to? Oh, you must like her, yada, yada. Well, you have a girlfriend? He's like, no, I don't. He, she actually used to go out with one of my mates. And she's like, oh, I know, you like him. And she goes, don't worry, this is going to stay right here. But Sean, it does not stay right here. Mm. Soon as she can, she goes she sees Luca texting the next day in front of everybody. She's like, Oh, you texting your girlfriend, Sandy, you don't know what's going on in the inner workings here. And you never consider that maybe Luca and somebody else are hooking up or, or have like started something or somebody likes Luca. I think she was completely out of line here. Yeah. Yeah. Again, only, only Sandy does this stuff. No one else. 
I can see Captain Glenn accidentally doing it, but in like a very like innocent, kind-hearted way. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he was texting uh, Kitty Flood. Yes, she's in town. Yep. As we we all know from Bolitic Med season six. Look, Luca's got a lot of things going. Natalia's texting yeah. him too. Uh, God, I forget her name. The blonde girl from Bolitic Down Under is probably still in the mix. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, she's not still hanging out with Culver. I even double checked that. J- Jamie. Jamie, yes. So he's got a lot going on. Um, Jess, yes. Yeah, look, Sandy, terrible. Again, only she does this stuff. Jess kind of over overreacts. Um, I'll take I'll take that one, Sean. Okay. Um no. Well, yes. So the problem is it's not that she overreacts, it's that she makes all these decisions and starts to enumerate in her head before she actually speaks to him. The problem here that everybody in the world has is communication. Okay. She could have easily. So she hears this thing about how Sandy says Luca's got a girlfriend. Okay. Right. And obviously Jess has a, some form of a relationship with Luca. I'm not saying it's like a boyfriend, girlfriend, but they have some form of a relationship. And so instead of going to him and actually saying, Hey, what, what was that about? Do you have a girlfriend? She just calls him an F boy and focuses on avoiding him for like 36 hours. And it's like, you know what? And then, and then venting about it and wasting all this energy thinking about it. When all she could have done is just talk to the man, talk to the man for five minutes said, Hey, what was that about? Is that, is that something you have? Maybe we should have a further conversation after the charter instead of just stewing in it. And then everybody's upset and it's got a whole cloud over the boat, man. It just sucks. People's, people's communication skills are terrible. Mine. Hey, hand up. Me too. Yeah. No, John, she does text Luca during dinner and like <laughs> how pissy she is, but doesn't talk to him. Like they walk right by each other and she'll just text him without actually talking to him. I think, look, Jess also mentioned she typically goes for medium looking guys, not really good looking guys because she feels a bit more secure then. So these are maybe uncharted waters for her. A little pun there. Nice. I look, they're they're not gonna last. They're not even a thing really. They they do make up the next day and they do hook up the next night. So it's gonna continue throughout the season, but yeah, Jesse's around on the wall. Didn't they say they were gonna go to France together? Oh at dinner? <laughs> Luca's all about mixed signals, huh? Yeah, guys, really. I think she actually got him. She's like, is he just doing damage control now? Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> so maybe she didn't overreact. Yeah. Hand up again. I'm Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I mean, at the end of the day, I think like even like a day and a half later, she's like, hey, I think we're cool. You know, and she even says, she's like, maybe I should just take this for what it is, right? And not overthink about what this could be. You know, don't don't live in the future. Live in the present. I think when you're you're a guy like Luca, and you're just constantly texting like four girls that are potential like hookups or current hookups or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you probably do a lot of a lot of bullshit like that. Yeah. 
can I actually bring up the fact that Luca's now got to like watch it? I mean, he has no poker face, or he thought Definitely he was, not. or he thought he was in a spot where he didn't need to put on his poker face when it was just him and Sandy, and he thought they had an understanding, uh, you know, about this. And yeah, she just blew up a spot. I think it's, I think it's poor form. Listen, we we we've dogged on Sandy, we've given her props before, but bad episode by her, man. Only yeah, only her. Yeah, she, a couple things uh, today. There, she's like only Captain Sandy does this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to talk about? Um, I thought the happy hour and charcuterie at the castle was pretty cool. Wasn't really was. shown a lot, but I thought it was cool. I would actually. I usually say like I never want to leave the boat if I'm only there for a couple of days. If I have an opportunity to do that, that was one thing I would leave the boat for. It's a perfect amount of time to leave the boat too. Yeah. you get to enter the boat again and get all excited once more yeah, yeah. looked fun chill uh shout out to lily and laura for setting it up really shout out to shout out to lily this entire charter because she also makes up a game for the guests to play did you see that yeah i couldn't really follow what the game was but i do have a couple comments on it what are the comments i can understand uh, it whatsoever but I just thought it was really funny. Lil, she was always the one that was like pushing people out of, or she was like, you you guys are done now. And I always thought it was really funny the way she did it because she's like, all right, guys, game's got to pause. We got to go. And then they go to this two hour thing and she's like, all right, guys, our time's almost up. We got to go. Like she's just, she's shooing everybody out of everywhere. I think she's the least like Stu based on like what her role was for that, for that evening. Just, you gotta, just, whatever they're having fun, just tell them to stop. Yeah, there's probably one person in the group that's, like, about it, though. Like, I'm also yeah. not having fun. Maybe that one, the one girl, she's like, alright, guys, enough. Yeah. And, um, oh, the blindfold dinner. I don't yeah. get the, I don't get these things at all. Well, Sean, it's the, uh... You've done one? No. It's it's the typical like when one of your sen- it's the daredevil effect. Okay. The guy goes blind and then he gets like super hearing. Um so this one is if you cover some of your senses, your other senses are supposed to be heightened. And so if you cover your eyes, your like salivary glands are supposed to be heightened or something. Um one I thought this was going to be a disaster. And I also thought it's really unfair to ask like to me and the staff who aren't trained for this to do it, but it actually worked out really well because it's not the same as just service. It's like, you literally have to tell people how to grab this or how to do this. Or if this is hot, you have to blow like, like it's, it's not easy, but they actually did it really well. So super props to interior. Okay. Yes. Very true. You have to, you have to explain everything about the dish. I think he wanted like what everything looked like, like everything. But don't you eat with your eyes? Didn't Chef Jack mention that? I mean, you can, but <laughs> it's a guess you not mean, tonight. You mean pure taste bud is better? You're blindfolded. Yeah, I feel I like Den- so. I bet you, De- John lives in Denver. I'm sure there's a restaurant that does that there. I think there's a restaurant that it's not blindfolded. It's like literally you eat in the dark. 
Okay. And the waiters and waitresses have like night vision goggles and serve you. <laughs> How, and is- I and I think it's crazy expensive for probably medium plus food. <laughs> night vision goggles. Yeah. Like from Step Brothers. Okay. Better. We got it when we're 40. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Uh, uh anything else about the guests? They live a nice tip. Yeah, really nice tip. Um, too bad Kyle got some of it. Um, no. no, that's about it. That's about, I mean, I thought... Oh, go ahead. They do mention the uh, the gay breakfast on their way out. What's I'm the over, point? Like, what were you going to do? Like, <laughs> how are you going to make breakfast? I don't, I don't know. Or, like, what are you going to do? Like, hire strippers? Like, yeah. they already had, like... There, like all the placemats were dicks. Like there was rainwell. There was stuff everywhere. Like, how are you gonna make it more? They should have given us an example of a gayer breakfast. Or that would have like, been great. Yeah. Yeah. Like come There's with a picture. That... Like. Yep. Ah, it would have been good. Um, I think that's pretty much it man i mean obviously like let that's it for the guests like we can talk night out night out was pretty fun i guess i was looking at Toomey's Toomey's twitter um she said it was like the best food they had all year which like it looked really good um so it was a pretty docile night uh max wasn't there laura wasn't there Haley wasn't there so um max didn't go i think for just personal reasons like i think he it's tough to complain that you're so tired and then the first moment you have you go out and drink so he was literally just like i'm just gonna recharge which i don't blame him at all yeah kyle it would have made more sense for kyle to stay in because he was he was too hungover to work he just napped for three days guys ready to roll he's got he's got two grand in his pocket and he's ready to burn the time it's the coincidence right the time is incredible no um yeah, Max, I feel like he was him and Luca were really vibing during the charter. Now they're were him and Laura. He never really likes uh Kyle. So yeah, he's kind of outnumbered. Then but yeah, him he does go to Laura's room. They're like they're they're cool again. I'm a I'm a big Max guy. He does shoo Lily away from bed. Yeah, yeah. Get L- Lily the Predator. Pretty much, yeah. And then Luca and Jess bang. Yeah, uh, nice. But Jen, I guess the episode ends with Laura feels even worse the next day. Has bad symptoms. Cindy sends her to the hospital. This is a, obviously a COVID thing, like the new protocol. It it does seem kind of weird though. Like, oh, I mean, so. you feel you feel a little sick. You have to go to the hospital. I get it though because with the way diseases diseases spread in close quarters don't they have like free health don't they have like free health care there so it doesn't matter if you go to the hospital or yeah i guess from an american perspective it sounds very germanic and like oh no right yep but yeah i guess that's the world we live in now i just feel like looking back at blood med season one danny was feeling sick and he stayed in his room the entire time so i don't know I hope which I think- which is is really funny because then Sandy's like, oh, based on this 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 safety manual, I can't get off the dock. It's like, yeah, Sandy, you just sent 
a stew away. Of course you can't get off the dock. And or well, Haley's gone. Yeah. And Laura, if Laura's gone too, yeah, that, that would be brutal. Yeah. I something tells me it works out and they do leave the dock, but sure. I guess we'll find yeah, out. Well, we've got two episodes at least two episodes left. So um all right, Sean. Uh let's get into awards. Uh who'd you have uh winning? Lily. I think I had her winning last week, uh pre-Christmas as well. She proved everyone wrong. Sort of carried the charter, you know, helps up the picnic, play the game of the guests. I know Max does refuse to snuggle, but hey, whatever. She was very drunk. Also, yeah, I don't and it's tough because Toomey could have taken credit for this. And like, wow, like Lily did like improved so much. I did a great job training her. But she tried to get Lily fired a few episodes ago. So she can't really take credit for it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think that's I think that's a strong case. Um I actually had Toomey, ironically enough. Okay. So she's down a she's down a stew, but service doesn't necessarily lack. Um, she does a blindfold dinner that she's probably never done before, and it does really well. Um, and she blindfolds the guests who kept complaining about his food. That's the best way to have a guest not complain about their food is to blindfold them. Now he can't see what's medium pink and not or pink plus. No, look, Toomey is unequivocally. I think that's the right word. Uh, a very good stew. She's very like, she's a stew by herself. Like she's she's one of the best. I think. I just don't like her managing skills personally. But yeah, you know, it wasn't like a horrible night for her or horrible shredder for her. Yeah, the interior did well, but she took it too yeah. easy on Kyle. I thought. Uh, John, yeah. who, who'd you have losing? Um, I'd Sandy losing. That's easy. Yeah, she's she's just like making fights with Max over nothing. Um, she's blowing up Luga's spot, I think, like in an inappropriate way. Um, she actually showed no remorse for it. She's just like, ah, oh, don't hate the player, hate the game. It's like, all right, Sandy, maybe if you don't know what you're talking about, you should stay out of people's personal uh, relationships. I get it. I actually picked Haley because Kyle figured out how to do nothing and still get tipped, and Haley didn't. So, yeah, fair. Maybe you should have Kyle win <laughs> by that logic, sort of. Yeah. All right, John, we're about to run out of time. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Sean, happy to be back after uh three-week hiatus. Beautiful. All right, everyone, we'll see you next week. Bon voyage.